We stand together, united as one. Forward on we go, facing friend and foe. We will know what it is. We have not time for that. If we make mistakes, we are lost. How are you doing? All good? Yeah, I had a nice little outing this morning, so yeah, all's real good at the moment. Thanks, yeah, real good yourself? Yeah, no, yeah, things really good here, mate. Like I say, like I say last week I was like, I was just, I, I couldn't be asked training whatsoever last week, but I say I'm on this bloody run streak now, aren't I? So you don't want to break that, so it gets you out for a, for a mile every day, which is good, at the very, very least. So, yeah. It's funny, because obviously I, you, you have an impression, like your online self, is you're always up and at them and you know you, you're out of the morning run and such it's quite it's refreshing to hear that it's just as difficult for you as it is for me it is it is and I was talking to missus about this the other night and I was saying you know I think what I've realised is I go through this probably um, probably this about a five week sort of rotation really and within that five weeks I've probably got about three weeks when I'm really really motivated I've got a week where I'm like yeah it's alright and then I just have a week where I can't be asked doing anything. But the thing is, I've learned to, um, I think I've learned to recognise when that week's coming upon me now. Um, when I've got mm-hmm. that sort of week where I can't be asked, and I think, right, you know, because I need to get out and just do something. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, I think what I've learned in the past is, so actually, I was going to talk about, I was going to talk about this later, but we're into the, but most of the Go on now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I've learned is now, once I get to that point where, yeah, I, th- I feel it. I can't be asked. If I stop mm. running for that week and think off, I'll just have a week off. It's going to be probably two or three weeks before I get back into it then, because it'll just mm. it'll just snowball and I won't do it. But yeah, I think. And I was looking, um, say Greg, Greg Bradley's on about 180 odd weeks of his run streak at the minute, and I've I've had a couple of of goes at it, and I downloaded an app he recommended, which is called Consecutive Runs. And basically, what it does, it goes back through your entire Strava history. And it shows you when you've had run streaks. And I've thought I've done pretty well in the past. But my mm. longest sort of run streak where I've run every single day was about 50 days. And I've never... Still not to be snapped yeah, So I've never gone beyond that. Um, so now as I've downloaded this, it shows you all your past streaks. And it's shown me the present one at the minute. And I think at the minute it's 70, 78 days where I've run. But now, mm. but because I've got that that mile... I originally had that milestone. I'm like, I need to read that 50 days. And then once mm-hmm. I beat that, I was like, oh, Christ, now I need to do two months. So now I've, now yeah. I'm coming up to like 80 days. It's like, I've got to do 100 days now. So I can see how it sort of snowballs. Mm-hmm. It, do, it does just get you off your arse and get out there. Because there's been a couple of days where I thought, I can't be arse running. And, and for it to qualify as a run streak, you've got to do a mile at least every day. Oh, yeah, 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 I get that. Um, that's, that's the sort of unwritten rules of run streaks. So, um, so I'll go out and I think, right, it's four o'clock in the morning, we get up. I can't be arsed, but I'm just going to go out and do a mile, and then mm. four miles later, I'm back home. Because once you've done that mile, you're like, oh, I just carry on. Yeah. Or yeah. even half a mile, I'm like, oh, it's all right. Maybe we'll just maybe we'll just go for it. But yeah, and then <clears throat> say last week I had that week where I just couldn't be arsed running at all, and I went out and I did a mile every day. And then Saturday mm. morning I woke up and I was like, um, oh, it's park run. Maybe I'll give it a miss this week. And I thought, no, no, just just really go. I thought if I go yeah. to, if I go to park run, I can't be bothered then at least I can say to them, look, I'll, I'll scan barcodes today. I've bought a meal mm-hmm. and I'm with people and what have you. 
and then I'll run a mile afterwards because I've done that. I've done that once or twice where I've got there and thought I can't be asked running it, but I'll volunteer today and I'll mm-hmm. afterwards I'll run a mile home. Um, and I got there on Saturday and thought, right, I'll, I'll just really run park run, and I went out. And I think my fastest ever time on the local park run here was like twenty three minutes and fifty seconds, twenty four minutes and fifty seconds. And um, I went out and I felt really, really good. And I came back in. I came back in spot on twenty four minutes. Mm. Um, yeah. I just just smashed it. And the only reason I didn't go faster, and I, I talked about this in in a video I put out yesterday, was. I was coming towards the finish line and coming towards the finish line I was just picking people off one by one and I was passing them I thought I've got this today I've got it so within 50 yards of the finish line and in front of me is a young kid 10, 11, 12 and he's mm. going like the clappers and I'm looking at him and my competitive brain is going you can have this kid absolutely no bother <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can take him you can have him <coughs> and I got really close behind him about say about 50 yards of the finish line and he looked behind and he saw me and he sped up a little bit and I thought I can still have him and then I thought don't be that guy because I'm going to be the guy who's going to like run across the finish line, pass him, and I'd be like, "Yes, I've got you." Get it up here. <laughs> so, so we got there and I just sort of tucked in behind him and thought, oh, "Just, just let him go across the line ahead of me." And I yeah. thought, I thought I'll still got about 23 minutes 59. And I forget that I'll be happy. And when I got my time, it was 24 minutes dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I see, oh, I see well. you've been getting out as well, mate. So you did like seven mile yesterday. Yeah. You? Well, do you know um, our last chat? A you and I talked uh, a lot of things, and we talked motivation and yeah. and just getting it and getting it done. And I yeah. thought, you know what? Just why not actually uh, take Steve's advice and and think you know focus how you're going to feel at the end of the run, yeah. not how yeah. not how you feel um, twenty minutes before it. Um, also, was lucky enough to have a week's holiday right. uh, up north, Granton on Spey. Uh, it snowed a lot, and up there when it snows a lot, it snows a lot. It's on it's on the the far side of the Cairngorms. Yeah. So it's in the snow shadow. Um, so I was able to get a couple of three milers in back to back, and something we touched on again quite a lot was, God, I love this. Mm. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, I do this more often, um, and I had the decision to make, um, which was either. Go start a run streak again, which I really enjoyed um, last year. Got up to 28, 29. Mm. Um, I thought, yeah, but you've got this event coming up. You're going to need to be able to run 10 miles out of the 90s. You're going to walk up a Monroe and run down it. Um, and you know how much fun running downhill is. Oh, yeah. um, so um, I thought, right, well, I'm not going to go on the run streak because that would be quite easy. And um, in the first week in June, I'd be absolutely deadly at running two miles. Mm, yeah. Um, so I thought, right, let's run four days out of seven. Mm. Um, and I, I've got my pace up. Not so not my pace. How <laughs> we laughed at <laughs> me getting my pace up. Um, I, I've got my distance up to, I think I went a couple of three milers, a couple of five milers. Chopped cool. um, off a little seven yesterday, which I was quite pleased about. Yeah. Um, I had a long hike. Uh, up to the Pentland Hills. It's about five miles from here. Right. Um, the hills that overlook Edinburgh. Yeah. And um, and I thought I'll run. I'll walk up, run back. Um, so walked up, ran some of the way back. Had a bit of a tight calf from from running downhill. Uh, so I ended up doing quite a bit of walking. But time on feet really was the, the object of the day today. So yep, getting out there and, and funnily enough, really loving it as well. Yeah. 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 Well, it's strange how that that recurring theme. It is. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it, in some ways, it, it's uh, 
speak to yourself on here and obviously the two or three people that listen to the podcast <laughs> um, you become accountable yeah yeah so yeah um, and, and, I, and I thought well I'm not going to be that, that sad fat clown that comes back on and when Steve says so what have you done in the last six weeks um, well I've eaten a lot of donuts <laughs> yeah 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 um, so no I've had a really good uh, couple of months actually brilliant yeah yeah, say, and for me, I've just been, um, I think since I had last podcast as well, I've signed up for a few more events, um, and I know we're going to talk about it later, but yeah, I've, I've, I've sort of looked at the, the commando shuffle a, a few years and thought, mm. I, I, you know, do I want to sort of do that? <clears throat> Can I do that? Um, and yeah, I just put something out on the Alicast page and just said, look, you know, I'm, I'm tentatively looking at putting a team out. Does, does anybody want to join? Because you, you have to do it as part yeah. of a team. Um, yep. Yeah, and I say I got a, I got a, um, within like a couple of hours, and three other people were like, "Yep, let's do it." Um, yeah, and, and noticed it took off, and, and it was it was it was feet completed within <laughs> almost by the time I'd seen the post. Well, that's it. And it, it created that, like say, it created that accountability then because um, say uh, and, and two two of the guys I've never met before in my life, and um, they were just like, "Yeah, yeah, want to do that?" But you know, you sort of see them out and gone tabbing. So when um, Andy Ashcroft and Barry Scott were like, "Yeah." Yeah, I'm not sure if I can do it, but I want to. I want to do it. We're like, well, look, you know, we're not looking to break any records. Just want to get it done. And then um, Claire Morton dropped me an email, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, I want to do it." She was done it before. We want to do it again. Brilliant. And mm-hmm. I've just had, I've had two more guys over the past couple of days who've who've wanted to do it as well. And I think they're going to jump on the team, so we should have a sort of fairly substantial team there as well to go out and do that. So I'm looking, like I say, not looking to break any records, but I think you know, sort of 10, 11, 12 hours maybe get it done. Um, yeah, yeah, it should be all right. So it'll be a yeah. A, a good old, a good old jaunt down, to, and I've not been, I've not done much down that area around Dartmoor. Right? I, you know, um, it, it's Dartmoor. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I've not really. Um, have we got time to go in, into depth into yeah, yeah, the yeah, Bible shuffle? Yeah. Um, and well, again, we'll, we'll, I forgot what we were talking about a minute ago, but it seems to be the way that like, you and I our conversations are <laughs> a bit like a house fly going around the light bulb. It's <laughs> uh, like what, what are we talking about again? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I didn't do. My homework on the the commando shuffle. Mm. Um, I know roughly what's involved. You know, you don't have to be a genius to figure out. There's probably thirty miles uh, going to be involved in it. Um, so, can you bring me up to speed? Yeah, on... So it, it's the it, it's basically the 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 final march that the the guys do to get the sort of green beret. Um, so it's the, you know it's it's where they finish off, and you, you see those pictures of them sort of <coughs> running over the bridge, all knackered, and then getting awarded the, the berets as they as mm. they finish. Um, so my understanding of it is, it's, like I say, I don't know an awful lot of myself, I've just seen the people do it, but um, so it's 30 miles across Dartmoor, I think a lot of it is, um, there's a lot of self-nav on it as well, so it's pretty much, you know, your checkpoints and you've got to sort of nav across it, which I think, you know, to be part of a team is going to be going to be pretty good um, yeah. to do that. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure there's any sort of major cut-off time on the actual event itself, um, but I know it's Tony who, who organises it, he, he turns it into a real sort of good sort of weekend event, so it's, you know, um, it, it's two nights accommodation, it's going out, there's a meal afterwards, you know, it, it just looks like a real sort of good social weekend mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, um, like I said, I, it's not something I've got a great deal of, of knowledge about, um, and I think that's good. Really, because I can just sort of go out there and just, as far as that was saying, it, it's you know I think I've said it before. It's just putting the pack on. It, it's just one step in front of another. And I was I was talking to somebody about this in work the other day, and they were talking about you know when you, you do these big races, do you you know how how do you sort of 
how do you think about the distance? I think about getting the end. And I was like, well, I, I never do anymore, you know. And I think going back to you know my sort of biggest point of reference, which which was where I really put this mindset in place, which was doing the spine sprint. It really mm-hmm. is just that one more step, and it just focus on the next step. And I know, you know, when I when I did that event, I turned off pretty much all sort of social media uh, on my phone, so my phone wasn't going all day, and I didn't have the temptation to look at it. Um, and just and, and just thought about the next step and just remained really really present in what I was doing. Didn't think about finishing. Didn't think about what the finish time was going to be. I'd set up you know I'd set up a um, I had a little card and I knew the sort of various sort of road crossings across uh, the day. Yeah. And I, I printed off on that card what time I expected to get to these road crossings. So I could like mm-hmm. look at my watch and go right okay I'm there I'm ahead I'm behind and what have you. And I pretty much kept to that as well. But I think it is just, you know, and, and, and that's why, yeah, I've not done too much research on the commando shuffle. It's just like, it's going to be 30 miles. It's going to hurt. It's going to be... Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's the main thing. <laughs> it's, um, going, it's going to be very... As long as, you, as long as you know the day to turn up and that it's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. And that's all you need to release, mate. And, and, you know, I have to say, you know, we're going to talk about uh, FKTs in this as well. And when I did the FKT, I sort of had this sort of mindset as well in that um i've got my train of thought now but yeah it, it is just thinking about the very sort of next step about what you're going to do and not thinking about the end and, and just being very very present in in what you're doing um because if you if you if you try and break it down and you're thinking you know oh, I, i'm going to get i'm going to get to the end at a certain time and you're thinking about all that massive distance you've still got to go then that does really sort of mess with your head um and and again the sort of mental rehearsals about doing it as well you know when i I remember sort of listening to Rich Roll back in the early days when he had some of the ultra runners on and he talked about visualisation and visualising the events and mm. I thought oh, that's great yeah but I think the, the mistake people make when they sort of pre-visualise an event is they, they, they almost think that they're going to make it easier by visualising in really easy time over the next 40 miles and how everything's going to go really really well yeah. whereas for me it makes it easier for me if I visualize it negatively almost and I visualize all the things yeah. that are going to go wrong along the way mm-hmm. because it, you know I visualize I'm going to run out of water what am I going to do um, it's going to hurt at this point what am I going to do there and just think of all the sort of really really negative things so that when mm-hmm. they do show up and they are going to show up oh, yeah. <laughs> um, along that way that, that you're ready for them and you haven't just visualized this you know I think if you're running you know if you're, if you're Hussein Bolton you're running uh, 100 meters then I think that positive visualization is because is, you know it's 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 nine seconds of his life, so he's, <laughs> he's visualizing himself going really really fast. But I think for an endurance event, you've got to visualize everything going wrong, and, and how you're going to cope. Yeah, with that. yeah, you've got to have it covered off. You know, you've got to have your what if my bootlace goes? Yeah, what if that blisters? Yeah, uh, what if what if I'm struggling to put one foot in front of the other? You know, you you've because if that takes you by surprise, if it's not occurred to you. That you might actually get a bit of lactic, or you might struggle. Um, yeah. it, it can be quite um, a slight tangent. I'm now running long enough to, to enjoy discomfort. Yep, yep. It's always a bit of shock when it. <laughs> <laughs> um, after after three miles yesterday, I could have packed it in because I, it, up a steep hill, round Arthur's Seat in Edinburgh, you you run a mile and a half uphill, and you get to the top, and it's kind of falls flat, and you're like, Jesus. Mm. You know, this actually hurts. But if you're ready for it, it's like brilliant. I've really hurt myself like that. That is that's why you do it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the temptation to stop and walk, it, it's it's always there. Um, I guess you ha- always have to be ahead of that version of yourself that's that is just dying to stop. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. I didn't know, which is always nice. I mean, even today, so I went out um, today and I you know, initially thought I'm going to do sort of three miles around Canic Chase right around here. Um, but, you know, I, I had promised yesterday I was going to do 10K, so I thought I've only got there for no do 10K. And Canic mm. Chase is really, really interesting because you can you can do a, a load of routes around Canic Chase that are really, really flat or got really sort of gentle gradients if you sort of mm. go around the outside. But if you plan a route that sort of goes through the interior, there's a lot of mountain bike trails and it's very sort of like that. And I knew today would be fairly quiet up there for the mountain bikes. So today I followed the mountain bike trails and, and did a lot of sort of running up hills and running down mm. hills. And yeah, it was, you know, and I think... Um, my time today for the 10k and I, I tried I'd say there was a lot of uphills but when I looked at the um, the, 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 the analysis on Strava I was in pretty much zone 2 all the way around and there was a lot of hills nice. that were pretty much you know sort of almost 45 degrees going up them. Um, but the fact is you know I got around and you know I did the I did the Witchage 10k last week which was at an event so I did that loaded mm. and I think I did that in an hour and nine and today I was I was just clean fatigue taking in these hills and that took me longer but the fact is, you know, the aim for me is to keep my heart rate at that sort of low sort of endurance rate, really, and get round. And there was hills there today that I've, I've been up before and I've walked up. But there was one hill today I walked up because it was, you know, it, it was you were nearly scrambling. So <laughs> there was no way I was going to run up it. But they'll say there was hills today, the really sort of long hills. And I was thinking, Christ, that was here sort of six months ago when I was, you know, when I'd, I'd let my training slip a bit and I was walking up this hill. And today I was just happily sort of plodding up. It wasn't out of breath. And yeah, yeah. So it's all it's all good. So anyway, um, yeah, we were going to talk about FKTs, weren't we? Yeah, and it it, it kind of I mean, I mean I, FKTs are something you can either laugh about or, or take seriously. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I, I um, are they a bit sneaky? Are they not? You know, I mean, I, I'm let's be honest. Uh, at my age and condition, I'm never going to identify Strava segment. Yeah. I think, well, I'm, I'm going to crush all these guys. Yeah. Um, it doesn't quite work like that. So I, um, I've i stumbled across, uh, you know, we've all got our favourite running routes. Um, and when I was just putting together, I'm going to pop up the last mile um, so that I can, no matter how you've felt, how, you, how you, you've run, you can try and put in a good last mile. Yeah. And it turned out that there was only me and one girl who had done that <laughs> okay. on, on that particular route. So yeah. I was like, well, I'm claiming that as, as the fastest known time. Yeah. And I know it's a bit cheeky. And, yeah. and So one of the reasons um, I went up to the Pentons this morning was to set up um, like a three and a half mile uh, segment, which yeah. will go from in the city up to what you would call the skyline of the, yeah. the, the Pentlands, up above the, the there's an artificial ski slope and, and such, just uh, you can see from the city. Um, so I thought, I'll go with that. I, I'm not expecting to get it, but um, it will be something that anyone on the south side of Edinburgh can shoot for. Yeah. Uh, again, just because of the particular way that I go to get up there, uh, Scrava was uploading that segment and so far there was only one person who's actually done that particular route. <laughs> yeah. So I'm claiming that one as well. Yeah, um, cool. at the moment. But no, um, uh, there's two ways of looking at them uh, and I'm sure you, you, you'll have your own views on it. Is you, can, you can do them sneaky like that. Yeah. I'm the only person who's ever gone round the block three times before doing yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or the guy who's gone around the supermarket car park twice before going up Alpe d'Huez. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, king of the mountain, up Alpe d'Huez. Don't yeah. bother at all. I'm not, but I, yeah. I know someone who has uh, yeah. done that. Um, the, the little casino uh, car park at the foot of the hill, right. and it's yeah. like it's a three laps round that, and then up the 21 hairpins. 
and he's got the fastest known time. Um, you you set one up during lockdown. I did. So yeah, so there's, there's there's two sort of different sort of categories of, of, of these, if you like. So you've got your your Strava segments, which sort of anybody can set up. But um, a few years ago, there was um, a guy who set up um, a website called FKT, uh, fastest known times. So these are a little bit sort of more structured in that um, you, you can't just sort of do a Strava segment and call it an FKT. So but basically, <laughs> basically, he set it up on the back of the fact that you know in the Guinness Book of Records. There's a there's a couple of records for running in there. So you've got like you know the Pacific Coast Trail, what have you. You've got Villa Jog and things like that. But you can't have every single route within the um, Guinness Book of Records because it'll be about ten times the size it is now. Yeah. So so yeah. So FKT fastest known time. He set up this website. It's recently been bought by. Um, it's got really successful. Been bought by a company called Outside Interactive. Now do a lot of stuff in the okay. states. So basically, what he does is he looks at the they look at like sort of <clears throat> the big routes in the UK and around the world. So the likes of your Bob Graham round, things like that, and they and, and the, the the Pennine Way, <clears throat> and they sort of look and you know you can uh, he'll set them up as sort of routes on his fastest known time website. And then you, there's basically three categories for each one, in that you've got um, unsupported, supported. Um, or um, what's it self-supported so you can mm-hmm. do it in any of those so obviously in unsupported you stick all your stuff in your pack and you go run the route uh, self-supported is where you've like left yourself sort of caches along the route you can pick yeah. up your water and things like that and obviously supported is where you've got a crew to do it so um, you can't just uh, with that you can't just go out that's you can't just go out and sort of run around the car park and get it because it, it's got to be approved on his website before you actually get this yeah, I like that I, I didn't realise that there was an actual yeah, grown up yeah, website yeah, there's, there's a, grown, yeah. a grown up version as well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look if you go onto Amazon and say I recommend this film to anybody who goes on there but there's a short film on there um, called Totally FKT and that is the story of Damien Hall and John Kelly um, doing the Pennine Way um, during lockdown mm. and, and that's where I think the FKTs came to sort of more prominence was during lockdown because there was no races yes. so all these <clears throat> ultra runners were going out and, and trying to set FKTs so um, anyway I during lockdown as well I thought <clears throat> let's see if I can get this guy to set up a new route for an FKT so um, I looked what was sort of what was um you know, sort of prominent round by near me, and living on the world at the time, I looked at the the Office Dyke Path. So the Office Dyke Path starts at Prestatyn on the coast and goes all the way down to South Wales. But the first sort of major peak it hits is is Mulvama, which is on the Clwydian Range. Mm. So basically, what I did was <laughs> I, I I I looked at this route and I looked at the history of the route as well because there's got to be there's got to be some story behind it. So basically, this is the old. It's the old border between England and Wales, basically. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. Um, that, that was set up by King Offa uh, back in sort of medieval times or what have you. Um, so I wrote a big story about what this route signified and basically called it the King Offa's Sea to Summit um, mm. and submitted it to him and said, look, this would be a great route for an FKT. Mm. Um, and it, 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 I think, you know, about two weeks later, I got an email back from him going, just give me a little bit more information about the history and what have you. So then I wrote like another couple of paragraphs on it and I put it onto... Um, I sent it on to him and then another two weeks later I got an email back from him gone right this is now on our site as an FKT route but of course because it's brand new nobody's done it yet <laughs> it is so, so that next week I was like right I, I might only have this for a week I might only have it yeah. for a day 
but I, I'm going to do this. So I jumped on the train, um, got to Prestatyn um, in North Wales, uh, jumped off the train there, set the Strava, and off I went doing the Seat of Summit. And it's about 24 miles, something like that. Yeah. And, and I underestimated it, totally underestimated the route. It was hard. Um, so basically started off from sea level and then just ran right across the Cluidian range. It ended up at Movam and then he dropped down the car park and that was the finish. So I think when I did it, I set it at about six hours or something like that. So easily mm. achievable, but I thought I've set the bar here now. Um, and somebody else, you know, somebody else says for FKTs is going to find this and, and then yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll beat it. So I, I set mine up as self-supported because basically what I did is I, I um, sort of three quarters of the way along, I dropped some water so that I could... Yeah have a resupply of water and it was really good that I did because it turned out to be a really hot day and there was like no streams to fill up from or anything mm. so um, yeah so I did it finished it <clears throat> got to the end of it um, submitted my Strava to um, the FKT website and within a week it was there Steve O'Connor now holds the FKT and I'm still on there well now because it's, it's still there uh, job done so I thought right I know somebody if this was me and I was a decent one and I'm going to see that and go well, at least not six hours you can do it in a lot less than that um, it actually stood for a year <laughs> before anybody went out and beat it. And then I got an email randomly from some guy um, from North Wales who basically just said, tough luck, guy, I've got your FKT. Yes, it's, it's, I do enjoy those emails. Um... <laughs> and I, I just emailed him back. I went, look, well done, mate, because I, I can't believe it stood for a year. But he actually did it, um, he actually did it unsupported. So if you look mm. on the FKT site, I'm actually still on there as the self-supported record holder. Well, I mean, they, can, they can't take that away from you. So, so yeah, so there's, there's there's numerous ones of these. So I think I'm just looking at the, trying to find the website now. What's it called? Is it FKT.com? Uh, FastestKnownTime.com. Mm. Um, so if you go onto FastestKnownTime.com, when you go onto the first page on there, it's basically just got a map of the world. Uh, and then within that map of the world, it's just got lots and lots of dots basically which show you where all these FKTs are and there's loads of them around the sort of UK um, but yeah say going back to the film on, on Amazon that gives you a real sort of good sense of it because that was um, that was to say Damien Hall John Kelly and, and they were trying to do the Pennine way in the fastest known time and Damien mm. Hall they were going to do it at the same time initially uh, and Damien Hall started from Kirky at home and ran south um, and John Kelly right. and, okay. and, and John Kelly started from Edale and ran north to Kirky at home Mm. Um, but they ended up doing it a week apart. But the way the film was finished, it's almost as if they do it. The film, it's almost as if the only reason I think that they did it at different times was um, a lot of the guys who were on the support crew were on the support crew for both of them, so yeah. so they, they couldn't do it at the same time. But that that gives you an idea um, of it. But yeah, so if you've got a really sort of good route, uh, and I think a lot of them in the UK now, I, I sort of jumped in. Uh, quite quickly but there's a lot of them in the UK which are already there now but like the national mm. paths are all sort of FKT routes and there's some amazing towns yeah. on there um, mm. but if you find a really sort of interesting route that you can sell to them as a new FKT um, mm. then you can you know you can get on there and, and do that but it just doesn't take anybody because I know I know somebody recently um, was looking at the Yorkshire Three Peaks which is already on there and oh. um, that, that person was going to do it seven times in seven days and they did it seven times in seven days um, but it's, because it's been done so often and there's so many different variations yeah. of it it's not been accepted as an FKT so he's not put it on his website so it doesn't really doesn't count he's done it still but the guy's still yeah. done it um, yeah. but, you know, and it's an FKT to him because he's the only one who sort of he knows who's done it I'm sure there are probably other people but yeah it's it's a really really sort of um, 
but yeah, I'll stick I'll stick a link in the show notes to the fastest known time. But so there's there's a lot of a lot of routes mm. on there as well. There's a, there's a couple that I've sort of looked at and thought maybe, um, but I don't I don't think probably looking at there's you know there's there's one called the Sandstone Trail which is quite near me as well. And I've looked at the time on that and when I initially looked at it, I thought I can probably beat that. But there's been so many people have gone out and done it since. I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, yeah. There's no way I'm going to knock 35 miles out in sort of six hours. Uh, so. <laughs> I couldn't do that on a mountain bike these days, mate. In all honesty, <laughs> no. But yeah, I, I, the same thing. You, so if you look around, especially around Scotland, there is there's there's bloody loads yeah. of them. Uh, but yeah, say so the website was going for a while, and there is a, there is an, um, an FKT podcast as well. So he has a lot of the people okay. on there who who've sort of done the FKTs, and if you go on the the main front page. It will also often have a list of people who are undertaking FKTs at, at, right now, yeah. um, and then you can go to there, and you know, well, often they'll have trackers as well, so you can go and track and see how they're doing. So there's a, a guy at the minute, uh, Martin Rutherford, so he's doing the Staffordshire Gritstone Trail. Uh, he's just done it, actually, just finished. So he's finished that in eight hours and twelve minutes. Um, I'm not sure how far that is. Let's have a look how far he's he's done that. It's going to be some ridiculous distance, isn't it? Uh, um, yeah, eight hours. We'll go for. Go on, go on. How, how long do you reckon? 50, it is? Fifty-five miles. Uh, no, no, fifty-five k actually. So um, yeah, so it's it, but it looks it's a really sort of hilly route by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's just done that sort of eight hours. But yeah, so you can go on and you can see who's doing what at the minute, mm. you know, and if they're close by, go out and give them a bit of support maybe. But yeah, yeah. Um, I love a look at that. I'm not obviously I can see the benefit of seeing you in the webcam yeah. looking away at it. I'm not going to dare fiddle with the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, uh, in case it becomes a, a two-part uh, recording, uh, you and I are doing because so of all, I've, I've yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I was, I was <laughs> doing the land of Zoom. Unfortunately, I was just clicking it off, then thinking I have a click of the right X here, and we got we're going to ruin everything. But yeah, but then, <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, a fastest known times. You know, it gives you a, it, if you're looking for a challenge and you don't want to sort of enter a race, especially if you're one of the you know the um, the guys who's going to go out there and sort of. And knock out an FKT, then it's it's a quite quite yeah. quite a good thing to do, isn't it? So. Well, I, I, well I, I'll genuinely have a look at that because uh, without the expectation of thinking, oh, there's one. Um, yeah. I, I just, oh, well, at the moment, I'm trotting along at 10, 11 minute miles, so uh, I, I wouldn't expect to to uh, that anyone. Is, you know, there's a lot of guys better than me uh, at, at the moment. Let's let's just say for the for the time being, I'll keep my powder dry until I'm able to churn out seven minute miles. Yeah, um, uh, so, do you know what? I think mo- most of my runs now, and you know, if I look at the if I look at the uh, park run, if I go and do a park run, then yeah, it's probably sort mm. of seven seven and a half minute miles. But most mm. of my runs now, because I'm training really for distance, it's 10, 11, 12 minute miles. Yeah. That's 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 sort of where I'm at because I'm not. I'm not going for speed. I'll put in a bit of speed work in the week. Like this week, I've got a, I think, a session planned, which is a bit of a warm up, and then it's sort of four times eight minutes at sort of fast pace. Yeah. But yeah, I'll put the speed work in. But you know, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna break any records. Um, no. But I, I guess there's another side to the the FKT, and and it's not all about being the guy that sets the actual fastest time and it's not an all or nothing I mean my competitive nature automatically think well if if you can't yeah compete if you're not going to get on the podium there's no point but then on the other hand there's a part of me that loves Strava and loves to well used to love to go to Spanish islands 
and uh, see how quickly I can climb a hill versus the pros, yep. and just see you know, how you do against the, the thirteen thousand other people that have done it, and you can place yourself. Yeah, yeah. So um, I would imagine if if it's going to if the FKT website is going to show where you've done in you know, compared to Damien Hall, yep. um, and yep. well, there's a side of that that's actually quite interesting. You can you you know being able to place yourself against um, the best. Well, yeah, and that's you know, um, I'd say I've I've actually followed Damien Hall on Strava as well, and like, I've done a couple of routes, and then suddenly you do that route, and then you see Damien Hall's name pop up in the sort of leaderboard, and mm. you're like, Christ, how did he do that speed? That's I, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. There's there's a there's a one of one of the, the uh, hill runners, Rowan Boswell, is a, a South Side Edinburgh lad. Um, and every now and then, I'll there's a couple of very short hill sections, and yeah. you think, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to go up this as fast as I can. Yeah, you get to top, and it'll be like I've done it in a minute and four seconds, and then you'll see uh, Rowan's done it in 18 seconds or something like that. Enough, honestly, it's, it's but it's good to see that um, you know if, if you want to be that good, yeah. that's that's the consistency. Every every Strava segment, you have to be yeah. at the top if, if you want to. I think he still holds the record for the West Highland Way race, mm. and it's something absurd like thirteen hours. Yeah, um, for, for the ninety-six miles. Well, there's, um, there's, but, that, there's that competitive element, you know, and that's one of the things that you know. You stand there. I stand there every sort of Saturday and listen to the briefing at Parkrun where they go, "This isn't a race." Um, but the, <laughs> but the first thing that I do when I've, when the results come through is see where I am and see <laughs> what was my you know and you know what your position is when you get your barcode anyway but you don't sort of know your time or where you are in, in mm. you know in, in in relation to everybody else and you know one of the things that's that's really <clears throat> that's been really good for me in the past couple of months is that I've changed age groups so <laughs> I'm now at the bottom I'm, I'm now at the start of a new age group sort of fifty to fifty five so so yeah. So last week I'm looking. Yeah, I think I think it came sixty ninth out of out of two hundred and forty odd. But in my age group, I was like ninth. So I'm like, Superb. that's brilliant. <laughs> and I, think, I think what was even more depressing was for some people because um, I remember talking to somebody locally here who'd done the park run was on my fiftieth birthday when I did the park run and I did it mm. carrying fifty pounds. Um, I was still wasn't at the bottom of my age group. I was still yeah. I, was, I was still halfway there. Um, because uh, yeah, to so say that that fifty pound, I actually surprised myself getting a fifty pounds because I thought this is going to be yeah. fifty minutes an hour or something like that. But I think I did the park run in thirty four minutes or something like that oh. with the fifty pound on my back. And it hurt. <laughs> well, that's not far off what I do to achieve, mate. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Well, yeah. One of, one of the things you said we, you know, you, you sort of put on the list to talk about, and I'm really interested in what's sort of. Um, What's what's brought this up, or what's inspired you to do this, is, is why we shouldn't put things off. Oh right, well, I think it's 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 quite a personal thing for me that, that you yeah. you go through phases of your life, um, uh, and I've always been a planner, uh, a medium and long term planner. Uh, well, that's fine, and if, if I use my camper van uh, as as a an example. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We'll have to talk about that. No, 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 I just thought I'd drop it into the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now you know the real reason for mentioning uh, they got putting things off. Um, but no, it, now it starts, it starts, it has its roots in quite, quite the morbid thing of being 56 year old. And quite a few of my lifelong friends have passed away in the last year, four 
um, and we're talking school friends um, that, that I've played rugby, cricket, golf, everything with down the years. Um, you, you don't get used to it, but there was a, a particular friend of mine, Andrew Fife, uh, passed away in December. Uh, and now he was the same as me, he was a planner. Yeah. And, and he was a partner, one of the big accountancy companies that only uses their initials because they change names so often now yeah. uh, that, that they're this, that, 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 and something. Um, and he had just been made a partner and he was planning his sort of basically his retirement. Um, and it was based around five years of grafting like a dog uh, and then retiring into sort of private practice keeping your hand in, you know, doing taxi driver's books or, or whatever. Um, so he had a very clear plan of this, 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 um, and then and suddenly he basically died in his sleep. Mm. Um, and you think, God, you know what, all that planning, yeah. all, all the stuff. Um, now, when I say planning, there's obviously the family side of things. Then he had planned to go to the golf masters, yeah. um, just played at the weekend, uh, and other things like that that you think you'll always get around to. Yeah, and it, it dawned on me. I had a few things that, that I was like, "Well, you assume you're always going to get around to them, but what if you don't?" Yeah. So as I say, it starts being quite morbid, and then it becomes actually, why don't you just do that stuff just now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now for me, having the camper van, which I hate to talk about, Steve. I hate, I hate <laughs> to um, that was always one of these things that I think it was currently. It, or at the end of last year, it would have been in the five to ten year bracket. Yeah. Or um, I'll do that when I can afford it. I'll I'll save for that. I'll budget. Blah blah blah. And then when Prue Fifey uh, passed away, I was like, um, again, pardon the language. Fuck this. Yeah. You yeah, know what? Yeah, yeah. There's an awful lot of things that that he had planned for that he's not going to do. I'm, I do not want to be uh, in in that category of. Oh, Jack, Purian, he always fancied this. He always, he always did that, you know. Um, and then the more I talk to other people, every time I mention it to someone, they go, do you know what? You're dead right. Why am I putting off the trip to the Masters or blah, blah, the trip to Australia? Why am I putting that off? And they said, well, because you assume you're indestructible. Yeah. You know, the, the, the immortal syndrome, you, you assume that you're always, that, that in, you know, when you retire, which for myself is going to be 10 years, yeah. you assume that you're A, still going to be here, and you B, you're going to be fit enough to do it. And I just thought, bollocks to that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm young, fit, and able to do my running weekends, and, and so just, just do it now, so stop putting stuff off. Um, and that's become my one of my mantras for this year, is, is if someone says, oh, do you fancy blah, 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 um, it's just, just yeah, actually, yeah, let's, let's do that. Um, and... I'm already kicking myself for, for not going over and doing the, or not being able to do the sportif the day before the Tour of Flanders, because I had a few friends that were doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to be quite fit. There's a really stinging little hills on that. Um, they, were, they had a whale of a time, and I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm doubling down on uh, on just not putting things off. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's that's where it comes from for me. But I think overall, as a as a life lesson, why are why do we why are we every day, yeah, get into that? Well, I think you've hit the nail on the head, haven't you? With the you know, we think we're immortal, and and for me, there's a big difference. You know, a lot of us we tend to call it planning, 
but what we're actually doing is just putting stuff off aren't we because we can plan and plan and plan and you know the things that probably you enjoy the most and probably meant the most in your life are the things you, you've you know to, to immortalize the words of, of Nike is, is you've just done it just do it um, and you know <laughs> Um, and that's every every time I say that. Every time I say that motto, though, I always do, do you know that I, I always go on tangents. But do you know that I only found out this week the um, the origin of Nike's slogan of "Just Do It," which mm. was a mass murderer called Gary Gilmore who was sat in the electric chair and he said, "Have you got any final words?" And he said, "Yeah, just do it." <laughs> but that oh, doesn't surprise <laughs> me. The, the worst team I will make you. But that's <laughs> anyway. That's the but the thing is, yeah, I, you know, I think I've gone the same. And um, so there's something that, that um, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about it on a podcast. I'll tell you after the podcast. But it's something at the minute that I've always wanted to do. Um, and this week, I've been given the sort of tentative opportunity of it might happen. Mm-hmm. So I've just thought, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if, if, if this mm-hmm. happens. I'll, I'll say I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you now. But mm-hmm. if it happens, I'll, I'll tell everybody. Um, but I'll tell you after the podcast. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think, and, and that's yeah, I think hitting fifty as well for me. Um, you know, I've put a lot of stuff off. So I've always said I wanted to do sort of a foreign marathon, and I've never sort of got around to that. So you know, I just on my 50th birthday I was like sod it let's have a look first foreign marathon that shows up this year which is going to be I thought in the winter so I'm going to be in the winter sun so I just booked myself the Lanzarote marathon in December I thought, right, oh, yes it. yeah you, you mentioned that yeah. mate. Lovely. So, so I'm going to do that um, and then next year um, basically what I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting for dates to come out and as soon as the dates come out for this I've, I've been in touch with a tour company and I think next year I'm just going to start off and go and do the Inca Trail as well because that's something else I've always wanted to do so um, 2024's dates aren't out yet but you know as soon as that's out the deposit's going down and I'm just going to book it and we're going to do it um, well, for and, a lot of people it's it's the bucket list yeah it and, is and, 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 and then when you, when you go through the thought process that, oh, and I'm not saying my thought process is better than anyone else's it, it's like well why would you just assume I mean I'm not going to bore for Scotland on it but it should be your this is what I'm doing next list let yourself you know you just just well, I hate Nike, but just do it, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's the thing is as well is everybody, you know, and I've I've got a mate who's a financial advisor, and he's constantly talking to me about pensions and planning for my retirement and, and yeah. things like that. Um, and I think one thing I've realised now is I'm not planning for any sort of retirement. You know what I mean? I have for the work I do, and and I say again, I'll go into this later, but so yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's all right. Um, so I'm not planning to retire, and and we plan and save money for this probably 11, 15, 12 years, whatever we might have after we yeah. work to try and cram everything in. When we're knackered and we are, we're not fit enough to do it, um, mm. and you, you need to just do it now, don't you? Um, yeah. And whether I've got a whether I've got a a ten million pound pension or not. The fact is, if I'm if I'm old and decrepit, I'm probably going to end up in the same bloody nursing home next to the person who's not put anything away and is just getting paid for five accounts. Sort yeah. of thing there. Yeah. So it makes no difference. So while I'm fit and healthy, I might as well get out. And I've got I've got another mate who who and that's all he's done all his life. We were at school together, um, and he, he's worked on sort of campsites around the world. He's travelled to Tibet. He's he's been all over the place. You know what I mean? And he's not he's not bothered about saving for retirement, but he's he's had a bloody good life. And now, so one of the another thing I was sort of reading about recently as well is, um, and it just come up as part of this book was, you know, as as we get to this point in life now, life seems to go faster. Um, mm. You know, everything everything just sort of flies by, <clears throat> and of course it doesn't because time is time, and the time when you were five is still an hour when you were five is still an hour when you were when you're fifty. But one of the reasons that you your brain actually sort of 
perceives it in this way is because all you're doing is familiar things. When you're five, everything's new. Yep. Um, so everything you do, it's it's you know it's it's wondrous, and and you know you go to the beach for the first time, and 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 summers seem to be six months long and, and what have you, but it's not because it was just all new to you as well. Mm-hmm. And now you know things. If 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 I put myself into the spine race or I put myself into something like that, it it seems like an awful long time because it's something new. And I think that's what you need to do to make you have a quality life is to be constantly having new experiences and doing new things. And then your time isn't going to seem to fly back as much because, you know, if you're just, if you're doing the same things, you're pretty much just on autopilot and you're doing the same things over and over again and wondering why time's flying by. Um, So, yeah, I think, you know, you you can't put things off and you need to just, you need to just find a way and, and, and just, as I say, I know, we could keep saying this and just, just I, hate, I hate you saying, but <laughs> it's true. You know, your life changes the moment you make a decision for it to change, doesn't it? And that, that's when the action yeah. happens is in the decision, not in the planning or the procrastinating about it. Because for most things, there's not an awful lot of planning to do now. You can go and, you know, if you want to book something or go yeah. somewhere, you go on the internet, you know, and yeah. save up the money, press the button and, and, and do it. And you know, somebody else is going to plan it for you. Um, so, yeah, it's totally agree. But I think, you know, get getting the camper van now, getting out, put off mm. for years. We need to be doing these things while we are fit and healthy. And I feel fitter and healthier now than probably I've through a lot of points in my life. And mm. um, you know, and you know, people, if, if I look at like you know, pe- people laugh at me when I when I first went to work for a, a large German supermarket and I was working in the office there. Um, and um, I was there, and I was. And was, I was, that, was that a job you did all day? <laughs> yeah, 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 all day. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I worked for them, you know, I went in that office, and it was a, a bunch of uh, beer swilling, meat eating fat lads in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went in there, and suddenly I'm, you don't eat meat, and you you drink, and you, what have you. And initially, I was the sort of God, it's it's him, it's the bloody leaf eater. Within yeah. sort of six, within six months, people are like, so. Uh, how does this work then? What 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 do you eat when you go out? And you know, I think when I left after six years, when I left there, there was there was eight of us who'd worked in the office, and four of the other guys were vegetarians and were runners <laughs> yeah. because they were like you know. And even now, you know, I'm the guy. You know, people people are looking at me feed on Instagram, going, "So you're sat in that stupid bloody ice bath every day?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. And I just get up in the morning and I, and I sit in that." And then um, when I when I started working as well, you know, I've got I've got this office that I work, my own office that I work in, big windows and what have you, and I'm sat there hunched behind my desk all day on the bloody laptop doing things, mm. uh, and I went to my gaffer and I was like, look, this isn't working for me. Um, I need a standing desk, and he was like, yeah, okay, get one. So now I stand up all day and work. So I'm getting like I'm, yeah. getting, a, I'm getting an eight hour workout stood up. And initially it was like, what what you do? You look like you DJing in your office there. And I, I was looking out the window the other day, and there was two guys out in the office. Uh, and they were working on the computers and they were both sort of working stood up and I was like do you need a standing desk because I can get you one if you want one (laughs) so yeah it is just about it's it's about just say looking after yourself isn't it and and, and getting that sort of uh, being the you know and and again my missus always laughs when I say this but you know I say I don't I don't try and change anybody anymore when I was first a vegetarian or first a runner I was a you know, evangelist about it and telling people what they should do and now I just carry on doing my own thing and people look at you and they're like what's that guy doing um, and it's just being being the beacon isn't it and people people will well, it's, 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 if you do the right things it, it does pique people's interest yeah yeah it does yeah. Um, it really it really I'm, not, I'm still fascinated by by what you eat 
What's your corner excuse? Has it lunch? Yeah. Well, the thing is, well, I'll, I'll sit down to my ham salad sandwich. I'll go. I've just, I've just got on that. I've got the stock answer now. If somebody says to me, you know, you're vegetarian, you don't eat meat, what do you eat? My answer is just everything else. <laughs> when you put it like that, <laughs> I just, you know, I just cut out the middleman. I don't, you know, that what you're eating um, eats plants, so I just don't eat what you're yeah. eating. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Um, yeah, you know, because if, if we were going to count the amount of times that people, you know, it's the stock question, isn't it? Where do you get your protein from? Well, that's the same place as you. <laughs> same yeah. place as you. Oh, don't you find it unfulfilling? I mean, there's nothing in there that's going to fill you up. And you're like, you're probably like, that's the point. Yeah. You know, I, 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 it's not that you're not filled up. Yeah. There's just nothing stodgy and that's yeah. really... Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's so easy now to be a junk food vegetarian. Um, mm. I have, you know, I, I have... My McDonald's now. I can go and you know for for one of Mackey's, I can go and get a McPlant and, and yeah. have that. Um, so I, you know, I think it, it's so easy now if if you're gonna yeah. if you don't want to eat meat. Any fool can do it now. Steve. Anybody can do it. Yeah. Not, it's not like not what I'm gonna have as a lad. I think one of the first things I said to you is that ten years or nine nine ten ten years now you've been free. Yeah, yeah. So it must have been bloody difficult when you stopped. Yeah, it was it was initially. Yeah, it was really really hard initially, but now it's now it's so easy. You know, yeah, no trouble whatsoever. But yeah, I think you know, going back to the point, like we we're saying, you know, I think, um, yeah, people do need to just stop this planning for your retirement, planning for yeah. your, your your ten years of decrepitude, that, and, and thinking that everything's yeah. going to be everything's going to be great then. Um, you know, because I mean, at the minute, you know, you're probably the same as what's your retirement age, sixty seven, sixty eight, somewhere around there. Well, the mortgage, the mortgage at the moment would suggest it's going to be sixty eight. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? And if I'm if I'm fit and healthy, um, and I still want to go and work when I'm really seventy, then I'll, I'll work. It doesn't matter. We've got a guy in our place now. He's a HGV driver, um, and it's the first time I've seen this anywhere. But we, he's just celebrated fifty years in the same company as an HGV driver. Well, wow. <laughs> you know I mean? and, and every day he comes in and tells me how he's retiring at the end of the week. And he's still, <laughs> he's yeah. like, "Oh, this is my last week now. I'm retiring. The old bones and all this." And then, like a month later, you're like, "Hi, mate. You're right. You're still here." <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, everyone I've spoken to about, and again, I don't preach, but it, it comes up quite a lot. Everyone is, has got something that they're putting off, um, whether it be a holiday or a foreign marathon, or uh, I, I, my, my mind goes blank as soon as I try and I, I yep. recall the things. Um, and I'll we'll just, I'm going to say, just do it again. So uh, <laughs> I, 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 we're going to have to do a homework better on this. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be get on with it from now yeah, on. Just get on with it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, you know, so, so, I mean, it's, it's not, you we're not preaching, but it's to be encouraged or just don't, don't put stuff off. No. Don't, don't do it. I mean, there, there are some things which like, you, you you would have to put off. Um, work does get in the way of quite a lot of things. Yeah, I was, I was having a yeah. discussion this morning that you know, because yeah. I've been off all weekend it, now. I'm like, it can be a real, it can be a buzzkill. It really can. It can totally. Yeah, I just want to go um, every day, go from a run and come back and and do what I want to do. But no, I've, I've got. I've yeah. Got so I said that that was that was where it came from, um, and, and I think it's a really good. It's thought provoking once you start digging into it and, and analysing yourself. So, 
that's our thought for the day. Yeah, there's very little you can't. It's, it, you've just got to find a way, haven't you? And I think you know, there's always there's always a way um, to to do it. And I know you know we all come from sort of different circumstances, and we you know we we've, you know yeah. some people can afford it, some people can't. But I think if it's something you really really want to do, um, you, you can find a way of doing that. But ultimately, I think you know um, to experience life, you you've got to have new experiences and. You know, I think our world of tapping and running and hiking, um, it can be a really expensive sport, <clears throat> but it could also be really, really cheap. <laughs> that you know, it's, 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 it's like well, I was going to say like cycling, but it's not cycling's yeah. not a cheap sport, but it, it's as expensive as you want to make it. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, you can you know pair of pair of trainers, pair of walking boots, you can get them. You know, and I know we're always talking about all the sort of Gucci kit you can go and buy, and you can get the four hundred pound pair of boots, but equally. Um, you can get a, a pair of 30, 40 pound boots and you know if you get the ones that fit your feet right then you're going to be able to go out and hike and it, it's free and you can you can jump a train, jump a bus, go walking, hiking, anywhere you want. You know, around mm. here, in fact, there's plenty of places around here that you can. You can oh, up, up this end of the country, you, you yeah. a 20 minute drive out of Edinburgh and, and you, you're the only person on the planet. Yeah, so. yeah. And I think you know. So one of the things I put on the list there, and and um, to chat about today was, um, I, I turned this a couple of weeks ago in, in a in a video post, the, the comfort crisis, um, mm. and then after I'd sort of said that, um, I as as things happen and as your phone listens to you, <laughs> I believe, um, I, I came across a book called The Comfort Crisis. Yes, <laughs> by, I, 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 by, and, and if that ha- doesn't happen to be the same. Does it coincide with what you? Yeah, exactly. It's exactly ah, okay. the same. So, um, yeah. So, a guy called Michael Easter wrote this book, and basically, he was a um, reporter for Men's Health, and obviously, done all sorts of various different sort of challenges for men's health. But um, yeah, he started to sort of research this and about how we're um, how we're all far too comfortable now. Um, you know, and one of the things he did was, you know, um, you know, we can we can look at sort of the fan dance and things like that, and yeah, it takes you out of your comfort zone. But one of the, one of the things this guy did was went off to very sort of far northern remote Alaska with a hunter um, with pretty much hardly any food flew in in light planes or what have you and he's just spent a month hunting caribou and surviving up there which is probably you know miles from anywhere if you, if you hurt yourself you, you, you're stuck there's there's no there's no cell phone coverage there's, there's nothing up there um, but yeah it, it's a re- it was a really interesting book actually and sort of looking through that as well um, one of the things that came out of it which was quite surprising to me was um, how good tabbing was good for you, believe it or not. Uh, and the reason um, he, he mentions that in the book, and he does a lot of work with uh, Go Rook over in the States now uh, on this as well, because you know if you look at the um, if you look at the the book sort of Born to Run, which you know it sort of took us back to sort of persist, persistence hunting and going after animals on the savanna and, and basically running them down over days. Um, which was, you know, what we evolved to do in the end, standing up straight, being able to move long distances and what have you. Um, what I never thought about as regards to that is, you know, once you've killed this gazelle or whatever you've been chasing for three days, you've then got to carry it home. Yeah, um, and and pretty much that's what we're, we've been evolved to do is to go long distances and carry heavy weights on our backs. And mm. yeah, and you know, he sort of evangelizes in the book basically that this is pretty much what we should be doing. We should be doing. Sort of endurance events and we, you know, or, or long walks really, um, and and also carrying weight on our back because that's probably you know that's that's what we're actually sort of built to yeah. do. But I think I think when we look at um, how comfortable we are, and I, you know, I've seen this with 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 people at work with at the minute is, um, and I I hate 
to sort of have a go at the, the, the sort of the younger generation, if you like. But I think well, that, go for it, mate. Go for <laughs> you, you get no argument from me. I, I know, but it, you know, and it's this sort of lack of resilience, isn't it? Because we, you know, and and it comes from a thing called comfort creep as well. Is you know, I think when I was a kid, if we think about just sort of, I'd say, a takeaway meal or something. You know, if I wanted a sort of takeaway meal when I was sort of eight or nine, we had to sort of walk up to the chippy uh, mm. and, and you'd get it yourself and then you'd sort of walk home with it. And that's, you know, that's that's convenience in itself. Yeah. Um, but now you order a takeaway meal on Uber Eats or, or whatever oh, yeah. and it's 10 minutes late and your world falls apart. <laughs> it's like, why is it te- why is it 10 minutes late? Why is it not here? You know what I mean? I'm not even thinking about to go out and really hunt our own food. So I just don't think now. And you know, so when when it was explained in this in this in this book as well as the comfort crisis book, you know, he was talking about comfort creep, which is a scientific, um, you know, a, a scientific concept really. And yeah. as you get more things, um, you get more comfortable. Then you become less resilient because you just expect these things to be there and these things to happen and yeah yeah it's um, true you know and if if you look at you know one of the reasons why I wanted to do a foreign marathon really is because I am absolutely rubbish at running in the heat I, I can't I just don't run in the heat whatsoever uh, and I know Lanzarote is not going to be um, it's not going to be 50 or 60 degrees in, in December mm. but it's still going to be 20 degrees it's still going to be, be, be mid to high 20s yeah, but so, with a breeze so, so that's something now that this summer is going to get me out training in the heat to get that done as well because that's that's mm. something I'm sort of really uncomfortable with and I was listening to a guy today on another podcast actually and he, he was he was a doctor and he was talking about how resilient the human body is because he's recently done um, he's done the desert marathon uh, not the marathon of the Sabbath, he's done the other desert marathon he's also done the ice marathon and he said, if you think how resilient the human body is and that, he goes, I'm carrying a bottle of water, he says, on the desert marathon. He goes, and I drink it, and it's as hot as tea. He goes, but my body's doing all right. You know what I mean? It's fine. He says, whereas I'm doing the ice marathon, and I try and drink my water, and it's turned to ice. He goes, and I'm pretty much all water. He says, but, you know, the body sort of retains its homeostasis because it's just built to survive in, yeah. in, in different sort of climates as well. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that that that, that for me... and. You know, and recently sort of purchasing the ice bath every morning as well, and sort of getting into that, which is broken at the minute, which I'm not happy about. Yeah, I noticed it's sprung a leak. Yeah, yeah. it's sprung a leak, but they've, they've got to send me a new one. Um, but yeah, it was my, my own stupid fault, really. I was trying, I was trying to pull the plug out of the bottom and pulled it a bit too hard and bloody ripped it. Um, but Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So, so your ice bath? Hey, plugged in. No, no, it was it, it basically had a to dra- I was draining it to clean it. Oh, like that. Okay, yeah, like. So, it I thought you meant like a, like a three-pin plug. No, no, no. Anyway. <laughs> Do you know what? When I was looking for a new one, though, I'd again going off on a tangent. You can get them. They're about nine grand, and they're just like a fridge. And oh, I was like, no, I'm not paying that. Uh, this cost me like 60 quid. So that's all I was a giant paddling. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. But say that for me, um, yeah, I think it, it certainly helped with, um, you know, after to go for a run and a jump in that, it certainly helps with sort of muscles. But, but the yeah. main thing for me, um, with that is just starting the day with something that's really uncomfortable. Every yeah, day. yeah, I get um, that. Yeah, so I get up and like the worst part of my day is going to be in the back garden. And you know, in, over the past few weeks, I've been out there sat in, sat in the bloody ice bath with snow falling around me, um, yeah. and and the first few minutes are bloody horrible. Um, but the fact is, I've started the day with something really, really uncomfortable. And I think that's that's what we need to do. We need to be putting ourselves in these uncomfortable situations. Um, so that we can build that resilience, because it, otherwise we're all going to succumb to this comfort creep, 
whereby we just get more and more comfortable with the world around us. I'm sat now, you know, in, in my dining room. It's you know probably a steady sort of twenty degrees, um, mm. and you know I, I, haven't, I haven't really got to worry, and I'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm quite comfortable with it. So yeah, yeah. I think I think for me, it, it is that, and you know, um, but I think on on the other. Um, on, on the other sort of tangent to that and I know I have alluded to this over the past couple of days as well is you've got the people who have gone a bit too far with that as well who, who are what I have termed this week's the plastic goggins um, <laughs> the, you know mm-hmm. David Goggins for me came into my life um, when I was already an endurance runner I was already mm-hmm. doing stuff and I sort of got that mindset I was going to do it but you know there's people out there now who, who are basically you know telling you've, you've got to inspire people to get out and do things so yeah. you know the they're basically telling people if you're not climbing the highest peak in 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 the UK at warp speed, you're shit, and you should be doing more of it. <clears throat> Where mm-hmm. and and the rubbish in the people who are probably on Instagram now, who've probably walked a mile from the bus stop and they're having the picture taken by a waterfall. But it's those people who've walked a mile from the bus stop and having the picture taken by the waterfall. They're actually inspiring the guy on the couch with the Pringles to get off his couch. Yeah, not yeah. me or anybody else who's running forty miles because the guy on the Pringles who's look on his couch. Who sees God that idiot just run forty eight miles? He's got no concept of that. He he doesn't think it's possible. Well, so I'm not going yeah. to inspire him because he just thinks I'm a nutcase. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's, it is true. The, the, God, we, we could bore for hours on on what you think is achievable, what anyone thinks is achievable, and and where the cutoff line is between. Well, that's just absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By, by the way, you, you're dead right. It's, I find inspiration. Sometimes in, in very unusual places. Yeah. Um, I, I found uh, our friend Carl, uh, the pod you did with him, fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he also he is very good at expressing um, what's on his mind as well. Unlike myself, we sort of bumble through. <laughs> um, but you know, the inspiration is a funny thing. It really is elusive. It's it's not. Uh, I I don't get uh, inspired by guys who go out in uh, Nike shoes that are possibly illegal or they might have changed the rules. Mm. And there's a great documentary on that on Netflix about how they changed the rules to make them yep. legal. Um, and, um, you know, does a marathon, he said, doing air bunnies in under two hours, which it's not a marathon, it just happened to be 26.2 miles. Um, that doesn't inspire me in the slightest. As a marathon runner, it, it yep. doesn't inspire me in the slightest. Yep. But then hearing Carl talking about how he's having to some degree to go back and start again and he's having to deal with his niggles uh, and accept that, that I think what his expression was you, I'm not the man I used to be mm. um, and I haven't start again I thought God you know what you bang on absolutely yeah. spot on because I, I'm in exactly the same position myself and it's good to know that it happens to everybody yeah yeah I, I think a lot of people have come through that um, post-Covid as well like you know I think to, to a lesser extent you know I my, my training fell off because you know there was various sort of things going on in my life and I just it, it didn't take priority um, mm. but yeah and, and I almost you know when I when I became ill and then I and I started to build myself back up it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it took me back to absolutely nothing and I had to start from scratch so mm. whereas I'd gone through years of just sort of maintaining fitness I'd, mm. I'd maintain a certain level of fitness and I could still jump on my bike and cycle the, the coast to coast mm. you know what I mean but I'd, I'd suffer for weeks <laughs> as yeah, regards yeah, to that yeah, yeah. and I think fitness for me is, it's not just what you can do it's how you feel after it isn't it you know can you you know can you, you know, can you go out and run every day 
um, and you know or can you run sort of three or four times a week and and not be in pain and, and not and, and, and not knacker yourself out and that's that that's where I want to be and I think going back to <clears throat> obviously we were talking about our age one of my sort of main inspirations I think after I was able to do that was thinking about um, my, my own dad at, at my age mm. um, there was no way he'd be doing what I was doing now you know what I mean I look at pictures of my dad now um, when he was my age um, and you know I think people back in the sort of 70s and 80s just looked older anyway uh, but you know but the, 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 <laughs> they did didn't they yeah, I, I don't know whether I'm saying that because I'm now old but <laughs> oh, well, I'm gonna agree. I, I obviously have to agree with you that, that people like you and I have kept our youthful yeah, rugged right. boyish looks yeah yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, might, we might have kept our, uh, our flowing locks but uh, <laughs> yeah I think you know but people even running, you know, you didn't you didn't have runners, did you? Back in the eighties, you had joggers, and they were a bit yeah, crazy. joggers. Yeah, uh, they, they were just a bit, they were just a bit mad. They were those sort of weird people. And I was driving out to Canic Chase today, um, and as I'm driving there, you know, I'm just it's it's Easter Monday, people are off work, and there's people running everywhere as you're going on the yes. streets, and it's you know, and if you look at the age of the people who are out running as well, it's not generally the young people who are out doing that. It's mm. it is the sort of forty plus fifty, sixty, and 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 that's the great thing and <clears throat> it took me a while to get into parkrun but i am sort of evangelical about parkrun now yeah and that when you go there and you see the different people and i think you know i i try and volunteer probably at least one in five i'll probably do more than that now mm. um but um you know when you see the people and they come to the end and it's the first ever parkrun and you've completed it it might have taken them an hour um but you know yeah. you see them and you see they're made up to complete it and you see them come back week after week and you see them improve and I think now, you know, running is, it's, it's a normal thing to do, isn't it? And it's, you, you're not a, yeah. jog, a jogger anymore. You're not one of Jane Fonda's crowd with your little headband on and, <coughs> and doing all that. So, yeah, but I think, say, going back to that, I think, you know, like, like I say, the, these these guys now who are, who are you know, the, David Goggins has been around and, and done what he did. And um, yeah. I, I would say, I would say though, you know, his first book that I read was just crazy and that you're thinking, who, who the bloody hell's this guy? His second book is a lot more human, and he sort of go, I, I get it now, um, and he, he's calmed down a bit. But I think, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people who sort of jumped on the bandwagon now and are trying to, hey, you get your stuff, yeah. you get out there, and you're. Like, Why aren't you running? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've come across. A, I mean, I, I don't do a lot of social media, uh, and happily, I don't come across too many of them. But I, I'm sure there are YouTubers. <laughs> Who talk a great game, but actually, are, are they getting out and, and doing it, or have they taken a taxi to wherever yeah. they are? Yeah. Or, or is the car parked just behind yeah, the camera? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they, you know, like the old eight and a half hot mum, the um, dad, get a sponge, make it, get, get your sweat stains on, uh, and, or, or a spray, the plant water spray, and just spray yourself over. But, but say, oh, conversely, yeah. I, th I think the people who are on Instagram now, let's say that they're not making out that they're, they're any sort of great endurance athlete, but they're just getting out there, the normal people, the hikers. And yeah, a, a lot of them are, are glamorous young women. I know that. Um, and, and then they're sort of making a profile themselves. But the fact is that they're out there. They're the ones who were just doing, go for a little sort of hike or ramble around the sort of local area. That's who's going to get you off the couch. Not, not, not me. Not, not, um, not, no. not somebody who's an injured. Not somebody who's doing the fan dance or, or or doing marathons or whatever. Because, like I say, it's so far out of your comfort zone. You, you know, it's, you get inspired more, you know, by you know, 
the more you do, the, the higher the level of the people who sort of inspire you, yeah. isn't it? There's got to be. I mean, you, you tend to get inspired by the people who, who are closer to you on the yeah, stair, certainly. as it were, or, or on the ladder. Um, you don't. I mean, I, I still look at the guys that, that run the spine in the West Highland Way and think, you know, go, good for you. Um, yeah. I, and I've, I've, I've spent time in their company and I've done some supporting and, and crewing on the West Highland various. And to me, they're a breed apart. And I'm, I'm absolutely not taking anything away from anyone who's better than me at anything. Yeah. But personally, inspiration is a funny beast. And I'd get more um, inspiration from, 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 oh, no. My mind and names, but there is the chap with Pilgrim Bandits who is off to do Mount Everest at the moment. Oh, yes. Um, John. That's right. And, uh, or sorry, to, to all involved in this project, I apologise. I, I don't do my homework for these pods, but I get amazing inspiration out of um, seeing veterans who have had horrific injuries yeah. going out and getting stuff done. Because yeah. it's, it's like, well, do you know what? We should all be doing that. We should all be just knuckling down and doing the hard work, Steve. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I was just. Once again, I apologise to everyone who, who I've just completely forgotten your name. <laughs> I'm totally right. I, I, I don't know the names of half the people I work with. <laughs> Everybody's just called mate. Um, yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah, we know. We know. I mean, there's, there's a few of them sort of gone off to to Everest at the minute, so I'm just looking now. Uh, but yeah, there's there's load of and you know, and the guy who um, Pilgrim Man has done a lot of work with Ben Parkinson as well. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, um, he was on the speed uh, bridge march uh, a couple of months ago as well, wasn't it? Which is another one on the bucket list. I need to get that. I need to get onto that next year. That looks really, really good. Yeah, do you know, I've been putting that. I, I was all set to do it the COVID year, and um, well, never got around to it. Like so many things, and then like life takes a few turns. But it's it's a great. I think that looks like a great weekend. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Well, that's that's a date for next year. That's that's what we need to be doing next year. I need we need to. Jump on a team next year and, and, and get yeah. that done. Yeah. Um, so, what's what's planned for you then, mate? Have you, you, are you still looking at your twenty-four hour racing? Yeah, well, I've time? got the I've got the Ben up and down in seven weeks now, Steve. So, eighteen miles, nine miles up, nine miles down. Okay. Uh, I have spoken to the organisers. There's not a cut off as such, but you are expected to finish in six hours. Okay. Three miles an hour. Yeah. Yes. Once again, how difficult can that be? <laughs> um, so it's going to be a pleasant, a pleasant walk up a mountain and then a light jog uh, back down it. Um, it. I'm not going to scratch from this one. I'm very good at thinking, right, you're not fit enough to do it. So, um, But this time, it, it's, it's getting done and I'm really enjoying um, doing the hard work. Um, as with your, your spine ambitions, you have to respect the fact that you're going to have to work hard for this. If if me, my goal for this year is to run two, well, four half marathons in 24 hours okay. or two marathon distance. Um, for me this year, that's winning the lottery, um, like your half spine event. And uh, as a famous man once said, if you want to win the lottery, well, why don't you go out and buy tickets every day for yeah. it? Yep. Um, so that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, I, I'm lucky that I'm niggle free relatively at the moment. 
which is always a bit of a surprise. Uh, yeah. When you weigh 18 stone and you do a lot of running, you do, <laughs> you do expect to get niggles. Yeah. Um, so touch wood, um, that seems to be going well. So the main thing is, Steve, I'm really enjoying it. Good, yeah. Uh, it sounds like I'm doing a David Goggins here and saying, hey, I'm really enjoying it. But you know, running, running and just being outdoors is tremendous fun. Um, and you know, I, it's high time that I actually took it seriously again. So yeah, and I think so the, calf, the calf could go tomorrow, and that's me back on the sofa. But yeah, just enjoy. You know, it's very simple to to stop putting things off, uh, do more of the things you enjoy, and do less of the things that you don't. Yeah, so, totally. That, and that's I think pretty much. Yeah, that's it. I think I think last year for me as well, one of the one of the traps I got into. Um, so I started to lose the, the love for running a little bit, and I was taking it a little bit too seriously and forgot to enjoy it. Um, and yeah. I think once I remembered, look, you know, this is enjoyable. It's get, it's just getting out of nature. And like I think we've discussed it before, but you know, if I want to stop and take a photo, I'll stop and take <clears> a photo. <throat> it doesn't doesn't yeah. really matter. Um, but yeah, I think you know, I really sort of found that once once I thought you're not, you know, you need to sort of get back to enjoying this. Mm. Um, then yeah, that that sort of really sort of changed things for me. Um, yeah, because yeah, I mean, you know, think the next event for me now, um, Mersey Tunnel 10K next week. Um, which is an event I like. Uh, yeah. so I'm going to tap that. Um, going to enjoy that. It's always a really, really good atmosphere. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, uh, again another another event um, that I've put off for a couple of years, which uh, which uh, I've not done was Weekend Nine. So that's up in the in the borders. The nice. the same mm. as twenty three one. Uh, and then that'll be the spine spine sprint after that. Um, which I look forward to. And I meant to ask earlier when we were covering off the commando shuffle. Yeah. Uh, weight requirements to carry for that thirty or forty pounds, I think. So um, okay. yeah, so I'm going to go for. I was. I'm going to go for the thirty. I'm not going to carry any more than I don't have to. You're fifty plus now, mate. You get off for ten. You get let off ten pounds. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to carry the thirty. I'll carry everything I need to do on that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that'll be good training. Um, I can get that done. Um, and then the only state of events after that's in September. So the only events after that then will be the Lanzarote Marathon, and then into January next year. It's the Spine Challenger, um, which is booked, it's paid for. Um, mm. Once we got round all the sort of um, the, the the entry problems that they had on the website, um, and that's why I wanted to talk to you about the yeah, Spine. Yeah, yeah, last time we last time we spoke, you had taken the day off work to to get in and get in early, and then of course it, it all it all crashed. Uh, yeah, but say you know when it when it when it was up and running, um, it was about a week later. Um, I think what they, what they actually did. I think one of the things that I, I, I wrecked it for them was that they opened the um, the entries for the full spine race, the Challenger, all at the same time, and I think that just crashed the server. So what they did the week after, once they got all the problems sorted, was I think they opened the spine entries at um, midday because um, yep. they know it's going to be sold out in half an hour anyway. Uh, and then, then they open the challenges uh, sort of later on in the day. So yeah, I think I think the spine I think the spine challenger opened up sort of one o'clock, and by two minutes past one, I was paid and, and <laughs> I was sorted. Yeah. Um, so remind me the details of your challenger. Okay, so the challenger is yeah, so it's 110 miles, Edale to Hawes in the in in Yorkshire. Uh, yeah, always get to smile. When you oh, that sorry, now. I just you knew that was a smile coming on my face. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, no, so crazy. So yeah, so I'm look, looking forward to that. Uh, and yeah, I think you know, and, and to do that originally, I was going to do sort of one of the spine challenges in the summer and get that out of the way. But I thought it's it's, it's I'm gonna I'm gonna get the full experience. Um, and you know, it could be it could be a really mild event. 
um, where you you've got or you know I think ideal the the ideal um, conditions for sort of the winter spine event is cold, frosty, and no snow. So the ground's nice and hard. Yep. You haven't got boggy ground. It's not going to be like that. It's it's going to be yeah. it's going to be knee deep snow. I'm going to be climbing up, you know, Buddy Malam Cove, um, those Buddy steps up there um, in the in the dead of night. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be, but that's going to be a real sort of good event. I've already well, I've booked time get, for it. You might get lucky and it might just be wet and windy. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is and, that, and that's it. You know, you, you just never know what you're going to get with the spine. You know, and the, the spine sprints. Um, that could be it. Could be a sunny day. Um, or it could be really wet, and you know, say like when, when I did it last time, where I uh, I managed most of the day without stepping into a bog uh, until I got to the snack van at the M62, um, which is on a main road. Uh, I went into the snack van, I got a halloumi burger and a cup of tea and a can of coke. I ate them in the dead of night outside because God bless Nikki who runs that snack van. When the spine race is on, she stays there for probably three days solid and just serves all the spiners as they run through. She's just top girl. Um, but yeah, and I walked out of there again, right on the buddy main road, walked around the back of the snack van and ended up waist deep in a bog. <laughs> That's, that's a funny thing, isn't it? it really is. Yeah, right, right near the main road. Yeah. I was like, oh, Christ! I was honestly, it was you know, like you see the uh, you see the Marines in the um, in the in the Arctic in the snow hole, and they're trying to dig themselves out with the poles to get out the body to get out the ice. It, it was literally like that. There was nobody about. I was on my own. I was waist deep. I had my poles, and I was just like scrambling on the boot to try and pull myself <laughs> out of this bloody bog. And then I did the last ten miles just like covered in mud from like my my, <laughs> my feet up to my. Uh, to, to, to my waist, it was, it was great. I, I must reconnect with you on Strava because we we seem to have lost touch on Strava. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So I can follow your training. Yeah, um, yeah, and, cool. yeah. So the, the, great, the great thing about yourself is generally I I am up between five half five six o'clock in yeah. the morning, uh, and I'll have a quick look at social media, and you've always got a run. Brilliant, Steve's at it again. Absolutely superb. And, and I think the other thing as well, as regards to my training, is when I did the spine sprints and I've done sort of ultras in the past, I've always gone for the sort of um, putting the miles up there, doing really sort of long runs towards the event and then sort of scaling back. Um, and, and I've been reading a bit recently the likes of sort of Camille Heron and there's another guy who's a bit he's a bit more of a, um, a Jedi version of David Goggins called Chad Wright, ex-Navy SEAL. And he does a lot of ultras as well. But one of the things that they've sort of said as part of their training is just consistently getting out and running on a daily basis. It doesn't matter. It hasn't got to be 30 miles. It hasn't got to be 40 miles. But putting in the speed work and not necessarily putting in the long the long distances. Yep. Um, and I think that really works for me as well because, I've, I've you know, most of my runs are sort of 5 to 10K. Um, mm-hmm. When I go out and I do a long run or, you know, the, the other week I went out and just, I was Saturday morning and I thought, oh, I'll just go and run a half marathon this morning. It, it, it seemed like a piece of piss. Um, yeah. I just went out, did it, did it at my own time, and that was it. So I'm, I'm, I'm just experimenting this time with not putting in mm. any sort of 30 mile training runs or anything like that. I'll probably go up to maybe sort of 20, 20 miles or something like that. But I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna go mad. I think, you know, it, it, a lot of the sort of endurance work, as long as you've got that consistency and you've got the strength in your legs, it, it's more mental. That's it. Consistency, back, back to back running is, is what I've tried to do. Back to back three milers, back to back four, back to back five. Um, yeah. And that's because you, you're going out on a, a relatively tired yeah. um, set of legs. Yeah. Um, and, and let's face it, the, the chances of you running 14 miles, slim. The chance of me next weekend doing back-to-back sevens, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, well, it, it's, 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 as you said, it's easier to forget 
um, that is fun. It's supposed to be fun, yeah. like all things. Um, yeah. And if it becomes yeah. a chore, I mean, who who genuinely is going to? Oh, my battery's my battery's about to go, mate. Let me just run and get my charger. That's right. Yeah, so we can finish off. You can uh, whistle or take it out some other way. It's uh, typical of. Um, as much as I uh, love my friends at Nike, I I'm as big a fan of Apple. <laughs> and uh, yay, the light comes on. Do you know, I got, I got given by my lovely ex uh, a MacBook Air. Yeah. They're absolutely love it. It's a fantastic bit of kit. I personally wouldn't pay um, whatever you pay for it. But it's got this ridiculous little charger thing that it doesn't click in. It's held magnetically. All ah, right, okay, yeah. And obviously, when I've been laughing heartily, it's not the <laughs> thing out. Of, of, and you're like, what you given that the battery life is about 25 seconds, yeah, uh, because it's an Apple product, yeah, yeah, that's that's a mad scramble to get that in before it goes. Uh, anyway, that's a, a good little digression there, yeah. Well, so we're we talking about it, well, yeah, and like I say, I'm just, I'm just sticking with that consistent running now, getting out there doing that. Uh, yeah. I do the, the thing that is missing from my training that I do need to sort of get back in is probably a bit of strength and a bit of flexibility. So I, I think mm. um, this week I'm going to dig out the old sort of YouTube yoga videos and do a few of them because that really, really helped me when I did that. I'm no good at it, you know what I mean? But yoga isn't a thing that you 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 bother about being good at. Well, happily, there's, there's no striver segments for yoga, mate. So, no, no, uh, there's not. No, no. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and get. Yeah, on the days where I just do a mile run, I'm gonna try and get in a bit of a sort of twenty minute sort of stretch in a bit of a yoga session because that that does sort of work for me as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, because I've got to give as soon as I've got to give the ice bath a bit of a rest. So they send me a new one, um, then I'll 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 do that. But yeah, uh, yeah. have you got any any tabbing events uh, lined up or? No, I know. <sighs> No is the short answer yeah. to that. Um, I should be because tabbing's brilliant for you. You just muscular strength as well. Um, it, it's a good strength session if you go hiking up hills, carrying about weight. Uh, I should be, but I'm not. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I always uh, definitely go back to tabbing. But at the moment, I'm, I'm very focused on on just getting my mileage up. Being able to, to me, the, the goal this year for Christmas is to be able to go out and not say I'm going to run. Two miles, five miles, twelve miles. It's just to go out and run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and if if you've got an hour to fill, you run for an hour. If you've got two hours to fill, I, I'd just be able to to go out and not think about have I got the legs to do because uh, I've been I've been stuck in that. Uh, how good are my legs? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Just to go out and think, you know what? Uh, and also be at that level where you don't have to worry about um, what I'm. If I enter that event, am I actually going to be um, okay for it? So. Yeah. Uh, which again, the last three years of my life has been, um, you know, well, could you? You know, it's, it's more of a challenge rather than what time are you going to be? It's like, hmm, oh, I wonder if you could do yeah. that. So, and, I mean, apart from the Commando Shuffle, I've got no sort of formal tabbing events um, lined mm -hmm. up. That even the weekend nine, uh, because that's so close to the spine, I'm not going to tab that because I don't want to, you know, I want to get out, I want to use it as trainer. I don't want to sort of um twist my ankle or, or anything because i've got a big weight on my back it's only a month before so i'm going to go that clean uh, and i'm just getting the hills in my legs uh, but okay. i said i've got nothing else uh, on the on also on that subject and just in case anybody sort of listen to this because i'm going to get this out in the next couple of weeks I, I have heard that the the fan dance that was booked for the first and second of july this year has now been binned and is now going to happen on the 8th of july so um i think i think that's happened again where they've 
uh, not had enough for the sort of two days and then combined it into one day on the 8th I did see it pop up on a, on a site um, earlier on today so yeah uh, so it doesn't coincide with the weekend off for me unfortunately <laughs> um, if, 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 so as, as I, but I'm only joking get the Jones I'm only joking <laughs> I think, it, I think I, if you could if you could not hold off entering that weekend yeah I think, I think it's following be, one that would be absolutely brilliant I think it's going to be fully booked anyway because I think they're just combining the people who booked on the first and second all onto the eighth um, so yeah um, but yeah I say I've got no sort of major tab but I am going to say the likes of next week for the Mersey Tunnel 10k I'm going to tab that I think mm. 10k for me is a good sort of tab in events um, yeah. and I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've you know um, and you, you, I still don't come in last so I'm, it's always it's always yeah. And will, will you do that with the whole the whole load or will yeah, you 30, just yeah I'll do it with 35 yeah yeah good lad Good yeah, I did. I did the because I did the Whitchurch 10k. I say that was about, about two weeks. That was last weekend, actually, not last this weekend. Weekend, weekend before, yeah, yeah. Um, which I had to do because the company I work for sponsored it. So I thought I've got to go and do it. Um, so I did that and tabbed that round, and that was it. Was about an hour and nine minutes with 35. It was hillier than I thought, but it was it, yeah. was, it was good. And I say the main. That's for sure. Yeah, the Mersey, the Mersey Tunnel 10k. It's only got one hill in it really, and that's because you you start in Liverpool run down the hill into the tunnel, run out the hill the other side, and then just run along the prom then and end up on the Wirral. So um, it's, it's a fairly good... I usually do that with Andy Steele, but Andy's away next weekend. I'm going to see him on a Saturday for his 100th park run. Um, and yeah. then I'm going to go and do that on the on the Sunday. So 100 park runs is a good effort. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's, done, he's done well there, especially with his knackered knee. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see. And his knackered back. <laughs> and his knackered back. And his feet. <laughs> As you know, me, I'm only kidding. Andy's a guy that goes out and gets it done. He does. Yeah, gets it done. Yeah, brilliant. I'm a bit jealous of that. (laughs) Well, mate, I think we've uh, we've we've covered about all our topics. We're going to go on. Um, So I've got. I'm going to. I'm going to get this one out fairly quickly this week as well. So uh, we'll 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 get it out there. But it's uh, it's it's good to speak to you, mate. Um, and we'll we'll do this again probably in a month's time. But well, say then as as I said, we can talk a little bit more about the sort of spine and, and what that's going to what's that what that's going to entail yep. as well. Um, and yes, I'll have a few events out of the way by then as well, so we can see where we're absolutely. Going. And we've not even had time to touch on the Barclay Marathon, mate. So no, no, we'll, no, um, yeah, we'll have a chat about that next time as well because that was I was yeah I was I was watching that with interest and that was a bit of a record year this year, wasn't it? So, but yeah, yeah. yeah that's not on my bucket list. Fully no, all mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, no, it's definitely not. I've, I've I've watched that movie a couple of times on the Barclay Marathon to the sort of watch yeah. it again. Nah, it's, it, it's, it's the navs, mate. It's it's the navs. After four laps, if it wasn't for having to self navigate, I'd be all over yeah, it. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not happening. Brill, good to speak to you, mate. All right, good news, Steve. Good news, Steve. Cool. Cheers, man. Bye bye. We stand together, united as one. Forward on we go, facing friend and foe. We will know what it is. We have not time for that. If we make mistakes, we are lost. <laughs>